So, Russell, have you ever heard of living off the grid? Living off the grid? Yeah. I- I've heard something similar. I've been like, hey, Rusty, you're off your tree. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I am. Off your rocker. Off your rocker. No, that's no, that's not, not what I'm talking thing. about. No, not the same thing. Living off the grid is all about like not being reliant on uh, regular utilities. Ah, uh, so you're talking like power, water, yeah. like all the, all the typical stuff that people hook up to your house when you yeah. live in a house. I mean, you can go real crazy and you can like like completely remove yourself and you can go and live out in the woods somewhere and not rely on anybody or anything and be all kind of hermity. All right, so I'm going to ask a pointed question here, Mr. Jelly. Yeah. Are you being pursued by any sort of government agency <laughs> that, that you're tra- currently trying to hide from? No, no, but it, it has always been a thing with me that I just kind of want to be less reliant on kind of services that are there, mostly because, I mean, what happens when they're not? Because it happens. Sometimes it happens. <laughs> <laughs> so you you want to go off the grid and you want to go off the grid because you feel like what well, whatever you do would be more reliable than the grid or you just like the idea of like disconnecting from something I mean it's kind of also cheaper because I mean if you're generating your own electricity you're collecting your own water that sort of stuff is a cheaper method of kind of living all right so I'm, I'm imagining in the jelly household there's a treadmill maybe one for <laughs> you one for Mel maybe one for your cat as well and that this is how you you're powering the whole place or no or so what? we've we've just recently had solar panels installed on our, our house we had some solar panels installed and uh, I mean they're not switched on yet so there's that <laughs> well, is that because you don't want to connect into the grid you're like oh Oh, I have to be off the grid, <laughs> but somehow I have to get the, this power the into the The key word oh, there so is confusing. off. The key word there is off. <laughs> so what, why aren't they hooked up? What, what on earth? It takes it takes time. Um, what happens is they. Uh, so you, you talk to somebody that you know will do the, the the solar panels for you, a provider, I guess. In our case, um, we got it through our electricity company. So I mean, they come out, they install them, and it takes took them about a half a morning, and it was super efficient. So what's the process? They climb up on your roof. They put up some solar panels and then they run some cable to somewhere. Yeah, so they they arrived at like 7 in the morning and they're like, hey, we're here. (laughs) Jelly's like, just go to bed, man, just go. Uh, They backed the truck into our driveway and then basically asked where we wanted to put the inverter uh, because solar panels generate... DC current. Direct current. Yes. Yeah. And your grid operates off alternating current. That is correct. And those are two separate types of electricity. So you have to invert it. Uh, yep, yep, yep. That makes sense. So that, that had to go somewhere. So where, where did you choose to, to put this? I assume it's like a big box. Yeah, or something. it's a big like, box. It's kind of, uh, it's, it's almost the same size as like a, an old Mac Pro, like the big kind of boxy gray. Thing. Oh, wow. It's, that's pretty big then. It's fairly sizable. Does it have any sort of display or anything on it? Or? It's got like a little LED display, kind of like your uh, electricity meter. And then that goes between the panels and the, the your electricity meter so that it can kind of uh, generate the power and what like and switch it around and do all that sort of business. Fancy fancy business. It does the fancy business. <laughs> the, <laughs> Technical term for it. It does the fit, but the problem is that you need someone else then to come along and hook up the fancy business to the rest of the grid. Yeah. So we had to have a meter change, which is a possibility. Um, and, uh, so we had that and that happened the next day, but then they need to inspect it. It needs to be inspected. Oh, I'm picturing people with like clipboards and like pocket protectors and, and, and thick glasses. Yeah. And just, just tapping and. 
Yeah, pro- probably that. relatively old as well. I'm th- I'm yeah. thinking like you know he's he's just about to retire. Maybe maybe next week is his retirement day. And so then they go through and they just they inspect the system. And once it's once it's done, you can switch it all on and uh, and away you go. So what what do you do then? You have like an off the grid party or something? You're like, woo, solar power. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, it's kind of, I mean it's kind of exciting for us. We're we're super excited about the idea because I mean for starters, it's going to reduce our electricity costs. Which is kind of huge, and not by a small amount either. Like by around forty percent. Oh, that's not bad. So, how many how many gigawatts did you get? How many gigawatts? It's a five killer. Uh, yeah, kilowatt. Kilowatt I'm system. Just stupid. Yeah, yeah, that, that's pretty decent. Yeah, for those Which that is, don't know, like Australia a has a lot of sun. One. Yeah, we have a lot. You can generate a lot of power just by pointing like some panels at the sun. Yep. I don't know. I assume you can do that in most other countries. Maybe not if you live in London. Tough luck. Yeah, if, if you're if you live somewhere that's really rainy and cloudy. I'm going to say Melbourne, um, then you're probably out of luck. <laughs> Just put up a wind farm in your backyard instead. But everywhere else, everywhere else is good. But it's, it's it, I mean, this is the first step for us towards this kind of idea of not being quite so reliant. reliant. Wait a minute. So when I was talking to you about this uh, earlier, I just assumed that you were plugging in some solar panels, you're going to cut back on your electricity cost and, whoa, like I did it. Well done. You, you sound like you want to go further. I like do. I do want to go further. So I, I did not know this. Well, no, we're going to have to explore this. So what, what else do you want to be disconnected from? Well, for starters, I want to put a battery system into the to this uh, solar panel kind of array because when you don't have a battery connected, you just are using the electricity as it's generated. So literally the sun is running your computer and fridge and all yeah, that sort like of stuff. In, in re- relative real time, there's no like storage, which it is a problem at night because yeah. I've heard the sun goes away. Yeah, and the sun like, kind of uh, disappears. I guess I don't get to play games after 8.30. Yeah, so so a battery means that any excess that's generated during the day is kind of stored and you can use it after uh, after the sun goes down and that way you get you can kind of cover a lot more of your uh, time period. Yeah, I was reading about these. So, Mr. Elon Musk of Tesla, like he makes a thing called a Powerwall, which is apparently coming out. Yep. I was even reading that the former owner of Internode, Simon Hackett, I think his name is, is also starting some kind of mm. battery tech thing, like specific to Australia. So, I'm, I had to make sure, I had to make like super sure that our inverter in the system that we got installed was capable of having a battery plugged into it at a later stage. Yes, that's a big thing. Because otherwise they have to, like, if you don't get the right inverter or the right system, that you they end up having to like swap it out for a new one when you get the battery installed so that you can have the battery, which isn't great and will probably up your costs in the long run. So, so that was uh, I, I kind of you know went into it thinking, well, we're going to want a battery later, so let, let's kind of cover that off at the beginning. And fortunately, like it, it, it all kind of went pretty smoothly. But that's not just like so. That's just power. The other things that I kind of want to do, I'd like to get, I'd like to get a water tank. Okay, so like a rainwater tank. Yeah, water falls from the sky. You've got a big giant plastic container, and you collect it. Yeah. So as a kid, I, I lived on at least a couple of farms in my in, in my tenure as a child (laughs) (laughs) when i was studying to be a child uh, my parents sent me to boarding school which was at my own house uh well that's actually not far from (laughs) truth uh as a kid we we lived on a lot of farms and so um we had we typically had water tanks and so i kind of grew up with uh, drinking rainwater and stuff like that mel's not super into the idea of drinking rainwater because uh, rainwater doesn't have things added to it, you know, like um, fluoride for you know keeping teeth healthy and all that sort of stuff. So what you're talking about collecting enough that you could use it for everything. So it's not just you're going to water the garden or you're going to wash your car or whatever. You actually want to use it like all through the house. I probably wouldn't. You probably wouldn't use it all through the house. As a kid, we used to. We'd have a big 
tank and we'd use it mostly for drinking and for things in the kitchen, like you might wash vegetables with it or something like that. But showering in it and it's not really kind of necessary. And as a kid, we for that, we used dam water. So... <laughs> We use dam. We use a dam water, <laughs> which is kind Please of a natural kids, tank. The dam water. So we we didn't use rainwater for that. But I just, I mean, I just like to be able to have, like, as a as a homeowner, I pay for the water that I use. So it's you know, kind of, it would be kind of neat to be able to again reduce that cost, remove myself a little bit, not be quite so reliant on you know the the grid, so to speak, the water grid. Yeah. So I guess there's a common theme here. You're saying. You kind of want to be less reliant on the grid. You don't necessarily want to just cut the entire thing. Like yeah. you're not going to go out in your front house and be like, "I got batteries. See you later, power company." In all honesty, it's going to be pretty hard to completely remove oneself from the grid, especially when you kind of live in a city. Oh, yeah. it's kind of difficult because there's not. I mean, we don't have a lot of roof space. Even if we get, uh, even if we get a battery and all that sort of stuff. Our solar panels are never going to really 100% cover our electricity. And that's just simply because we just, we'd have to like have an, another roof. <laughs> what are you doing, Jelly? I'm building a second story. Why? So I can have another roof. You, you, you know, the second story goes on top of the first one, Jelly. Like, yeah. how are you going to? So you literally have to build a bigger roof. Yeah. Or, or, or just like extend it out. All right. I'm sure someone might correct us on this, but I believe as a homeowner, like living in suburbia, so not out in the middle of nowhere, solar is only your only affordable option, isn't it? You can't really put up a wind farm. I mean, your neighbors might object to that and there's probably not much wind, you know, not enough that runs past your house. Yeah. You can't really dig down and do any sort of geothermal type power. You can go, really you got can get options. like, you can actually get bore water. So yeah, we, people we used to have that. have signs saying that they have, um, gr- they use grey water for, watering the yard and stuff like that and it's just it's bore water so they essentially drill down into the earth and and um yeah. tap into yeah, we, ha- we had that at a previous house and yeah. you could tell because they painted all the taps purple they're like do not drink from these taps yeah is, is all we would advise you yeah that makes sense but i mean still yeah i mean more power wise your only option is really like at the moment if you want to generate power yourself solar's pretty much the the only way to go yeah I, I, it's it'd be it'd be pretty tough to um get anything else i think Un- unless you want to do the you know treadmill slash bike thing <laughs> which i think is genius you know it if is you can kind get of genius cats well cats maybe don't run enough you need something that is consistently running all day you, you treadmill that up i always thought it'd be really kind of useful to have like a little tiny little um kind of uh bike you know like like bike pedals not attached to a bike obviously but just something on the ground underneath my desk that i would like have to pump all day to make my computer work and then oh, I'd be yeah. like, I see we go. I'd only get, I'd only get electricity. Like I'd only be able to do any work if I'm also like exercising at the same time. I thought, <laughs> I, I think that's a great idea. Except I probably see, would I think, get really annoyed with it. I mean, I have seen people do the standing running desk thing, where yeah. you put, you basically build a desk on a treadmill, and then you literally work on a treadmill. I don't, I don't know. I don't think that's for me. I think, and besides, yeah. I'm not exactly sure how much power you can generate just pushing off. Like that. It could could take a. Yeah, you could take like three hours of exercise to do five minutes of work. That'd that'd be quite inconvenient. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Jelly? I just got two hours fifty five minutes left, and then I can do some work. Uh, I need to get some work done. So th- this begs the next logical question: Is okay? You've got you've got water, you've got power. Where's where's the next place Jelly might go to uh, reduce his reliance on the grid? Like, have you had any other ideas, or are you just going to stop it at power and water? See, honestly, we'll probably stop at power and water. I mean, we kind of have a a garden, uh, like a, a vegetable garden. So we we grow uh, you know tomatoes and 
we've got currently got like immense amounts of basil. It, it went it went nuts. <laughs> All you can eat basil farm. All you can eat basil farm. Like we we gener- we we generally kind of have a few plants like that. Both Mel and I are terrible uh, gardeners. And that's because we hate uh, we hate the outside. <laughs> <laughs> so the the very thing that's uh, giving you power into your house is also scary when you step out the back door, you're like ah, oh, bright yes. burning ball. Yes, no, but the, the I mean, you could go down the the whole kind of track of well, you you grow your own food, and I know people that are like that. Um, but I think one of the things about that sort of sort of thing is you, it requires a lot more effort and kind of ongoing effort in order to make it happen. Yeah, like you, you really have to be all in yeah. to, to grow anywhere near enough food to actually be able to. Yeah. Eat. You need a decent space. You need to look after. It, you need to water it. You need to like tend to it. I guess pretty much daily, probably. And at the end of the day, like you could, you could go down the track of like having chickens, and then you, when you want to ha- eat chicken, you just go out and you kill the chicken <laughs> and pluck it and uh, cut it chicken. all up yeah, and stuff I like that. that. But uh, as a general rule, like that's a lot of work, and also it turns out that's not that much more. Like it's actually kind of a bit more expensive, or it's not that far from just going and you know buying a chicken <laughs> from yeah, from the probably, supermarket. Probably even growing your own vegetables. Like I know, I know it's a labor of love and whatever, but if you're doing it for cost reasons, it probably probably that doesn't really work out either. Once you add like all the the different bits up, yeah, we're probably not going to go quite that far. But the idea of having like of, of having you know the power and the water that that kind of that appeals to me because it's you know all about kind of co- I mean for me it's all about Cost saving, really. Let's be so honest. There's no sort of like I want to save the planet aspect to it as well. Like, is is cost kind of the number one thing? Well, we've already talked about this. We're going to be in, on Mars within our <laughs> lifetime, so I figure it's fine. <laughs> oh yeah, forget yeah. about that. Yeah, we're so, going to be Matt Damon style yeah. growing some potatoes. Growing potatoes, so that you know that'll work. That'll be fine. Yeah, I forgot about that. You're right. We, we've got that covered. <laughs> it's all good. What? So, what about you? Do you have any kind of uh, impetus to do this? Do something similar? Get get solar? Im- impetus it sounds like a personal question. Do you have impetus? <laughs> I, I can't think of the actual word that I want. <laughs> do you have any sort of desire for that? Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, yes. Definitely. So, in fact, I think we discussed this a few episodes back when you were terrified of your home loan. Um, I said I might be getting one. <laughs> yeah. It, it turns out that we're actually in the process of yeah buying land and building a house and. Uh, that's the first thing I want to do. So before the house is even finished, put some solar panels on the top because I think these days it just makes good sense. Like it makes financial sense, it makes environmental sense, oh, it makes yeah. yeah, just a whole whole bunch of sense. Plus, as a as a geek slash nerd, whatever you want, I just think it's really cool. Like the sun it is, is literally cool. shining down, like you know, from like however far away it is. Like it's a long way away. It's beaming down power, and you can just like suck it out of the sky and and use it. So I want that. And then where we're moving to actually has bushfire restrictions anyway. So Part of the the council rules is you must have a certain amount of water tanks, and so we figured like we might as well just go go a bit extra, like have the mandated three thousand liters or whatever it is, and maybe add like a another three thousand more. I could be making these numbers up, so if someone's out there is laughing, then maybe I've added a zero somewhere. I'm not really sure, but you know what I mean. Like it's it's a cool idea to be yeah. able to go. Oh, I want to water the garden. Like I don't want to use like fresh drinking water. I've got you know the stuff that fell out of the sky like for free. Let's use that. Yeah, exactly. And I mean it, it it's perfect for that. It's a great way of having it when you need it, I guess, if that makes sense. If, yeah. like, if you know, if there is a blackout, at least during the day, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorted. <laughs> if there's a blackout, so, no, so, I'm screwed. I mean, even better when this battery stuff comes along, because that, that's something I want as well. And yeah. it's, it's, it's both reasons it's super practical, but also the nerd inside me is just like, this is something people haven't really been able to do before, like, cost effectively. Like, sure, you could set up like a farm of, 
you know, lead acid batteries and fill your whole garage with them and stuff. Like it was possible, but it wasn't practical. Yeah. And suddenly it's both. And I'm like, yes, yes, I want this. And I want it for that exact reason is imagine like you're on the street, power goes out to the neighborhood and all everyone's lights are off and yours are still on. And you're like, yeah, suckers, Rusty's got power. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my powerhouse. And one of the great things, and as a person who owns a house, this is kind of, I kind of find this important, is that having having these things and doing these things, it increases the value of the house. Uh, it's something desirable that people want when they buy a house. Oh, it's got solar panels. Awesome. So if we ever sell it, it means that we're likely to get, you know, a little bit more um, ba- based on the fact that we've done a few things to the house. Yeah, maybe. I, I think it's more maybe the actual value of them is only the amount you spent, but I think it does have some kind of like small psychological impact when someone walks into your house and they're comparing it to like 20 other houses and then yours has some cool stuff. You're like, oh, he's got one of those power things and he's also got like a – a battery and oh there's like rainwater tanks out the back like it might not on paper it might not increase your house value by like more than you spent but i think in people's minds it, it definitely could be a, like a deciding factor in yeah you know what we'll, we'll pay this for this house because it's it's better for these reasons yeah but also like we're, we're going to reduce our expenditure and so therefore we're kind of paying for it in that way as well so in the long run i feel like it's it's um it works out better for us i mean that's just yeah. that's just kind of my feeling i mean i haven't i haven't gone out looking for you know prices <laughs> on my house or anything like don't, that. Don't base your market research <laughs> on topical podcasts. Like. <laughs> yeah. This is not a this is not a, a solid foundation for for research purposes. Neither of us are licensed in any sort of real estate. But no, no, I think I think you're onto something there. I mean, the one thing I want to make sure of though is, I mean, we've been doing this podcast for a little while now, but I feel like there's still a concern that that maybe you're growing like dreadlocks and you're going to start like you know doing doing other stuff you know, how far is this off the grid thing going to go i mean you say it's going to stop at at power and water but you know where where does it really stop jelly yeah no i'm not i'm not going to go all that that th- that way uh i'm i'm good with the for now i'm good with the solar panels and you know when they get turned on which is going, you know they're going on monday so by the time that people hear this they're already on i have to have to know this so when I'm imagining there's some big ceremony. There's like a ribbon cutting. <laughs> there is, there's like a giant, they, they giant kind of, red switch. I have to climb then, on the roof. Yeah, and uh, and do you and like uh, the hold the two contacts, like the positive and negative, just to see, like, make sure the. Yep, and then I then I like you know throw my hands in the air and go, it's alive. <laughs> 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 and then behind you, there's just a big boom. 